I say the secret to chiseling is only a little bit at a time. You're, you're, you're taking half a mil at a go and just keep repeating and repeating. If you, if you get, try to take too big a bite, it'll break. And that's. And this particular stone is what type of stone? It's Lacaris limestone. It, 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 it's native stone. Uh, quarry is only five, five miles as the crow flies across from the workshop. Now I know this piece is going to be unveiled later on, um, later on in the year. Yes. So um, I don't know if you want to tell me the name of it, but I'm not going to put up any photographs until you unveil it. How's that? Oh, that's that's fine. But it, it um, doesn't really have a name yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Celtic warrior. It's, it's an older lady, an older goddess. Yes, yes. Am yes. I telling you or are you telling me? No, well, I, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm chilled. <laughs> and now you're talking about the farmer that's on his way out through the, the Carol Stone. That's right, yeah. He, he's working his <laughs> way out. <laughs> he's, he has an eye for beauty. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to Mark Feely, and Mark is a sculptor. Is that the correct name? Because oh, it is. Yeah. 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 Limestone sculpture. So, as anyone in the Roscommon area, Midlands area, will know Mark's work, and he's chopping away at a piece that's going to be unveiled later on in the year. And I promise that I won't put a photograph that up until Mark has unveiled it. Is that right, Mark? That's great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a, an older goddess with a shield. Um, she looks tired. We have a um, farmer coming thrown through the stone and at the background of the um, goddess, her cloak is flowing out but yes, uh, with movement. Uh, well, we're trying to get movement into it, which is a hard thing to do with stone. It is a hard thing to do with stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully there'll be more claims of moving statues when it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> then you become a multi-millionaire. <laughs> They'll all be Google and not then. <laughs> and you have another piece over here that you're working on. Oh yes, Jamesy Murray. Jamesy Murray. This is not crockery. This is not crockery, yeah. This is the famous Jamesy Murray that won the All-Ireland in 1943. He was the captain of the team. And uh, there's a couple of things about this. It's Lacara limestone, which is only, it's, it's in the crockery basically, you know. So it's a very important that it's carved out of Lacara limestone because he was a big fan of the limestone on all the walls and everything and everything that's out there in the old buildings. But when you have a lovely stone like this, and you give it a tap. Oh my God, it it's like a, like a bell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, so. I'm doing your interview. <laughs> it does ring like a bell. Yeah. When, when this is finished, it'll be even more like that. You'll be able to do it with your knuckles. Okay. Which is, that's the sign of a really good stone. If you hear stone and it rings, it means there's no cracks or shakes in it. If, if there's any flaw in that at all, it disjoints the sound energy and it does. It, it, you'll get a dull thud. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's just a very interesting thing. I live and learn. Good for radio, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the arts programme on Ross <laughs> FM. Can you give that dong another bong? <laughs> Mr Murray, thank you so much for being part of the arts programme. He'd enjoy that, I'm sure. <laughs> Would he? I have a of him up in here. I can show you. Okay. Just as, so have you always done... I have, yeah. Well, my, my, we used to do fireplaces one time. My dad used to do Adam's fireplaces, and there'd be all kinds of urns and ornamentation on the fireplaces in marble. In Carrera White was nearly most of it done. That's how I got started at it. But this is what I'm hoping 
Just sorry, tell me, come back and tell me. <laughs> well, this is a maquette of Jamesy. Just to give you an idea of the style of what we hope to achieve. Oh, wow. See, he was famous for his anticipation. In a match, he could read a game and he knew where the ball was going to be. That's what Tommy Fallon was telling me. So, we have him catching the ball. Like It's almost like, boom, he knew exactly where it was going to be and he was there for it. And he has it. And he has it. And that's what we're trying to portray in the statue. I have great vision, but I'm telling you here now, Mark, my vision, that's a big statue out there. That is a big statue, yeah. And there's a lot of little movements in here. There is, yeah, yeah. Are you with me so far? <laughs> I certainly am. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting on quite well. It's, yeah, it's, it's ambitious, to put it mildly, yeah. That's what you do, and you love doing that, and you have, have that to, skill. Yeah, yeah. Mm, and that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's... it's... it's um, and it's going to be a tall piece. It is. It's going to be slightly larger than lifestyle. Because you know when you are life-size, you know when you do a statue? Yeah. If I did exactly you in a statue, you'd actually look smaller than you are. You know, with the perspective. All right, it's okay. It's funny how it works. So I'm making him slightly larger so that seen at a distance, he'd look. But he was a very powerful man. And like, that's one thing. I haven't really done it here, but I really want to get the, the muscles and the to pop he had huge calves like he was a really strong man you know so and we want to get him in his prime you okay. know when he was that, that when he was when yeah. he was the man that he was yes exactly yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that's going to knock crockery that's going to knock crockery and yeah. the other piece is going to the bypass uh yeah on the on the boil road on the boil road yeah just, uh, just at the bottom of castle street really oh, the bottom of castle street okay so now where are we going next um you can have a look at the butterflies if you want. Oh to. yes, we'll have a look at the butterflies. Yeah, we'll open the botanic garden. Tell us how the butterflies came about. Um, well, actually, I did a, j a job in Kiltiven. I, I have a book inside. I'll show it to you. Did you see the? I did them. Yeah. The man's head was it? Yeah. Well, he, yes. he, he, his hand is outstretched, and we put a butterfly in the hand because if you actually stand looking at it, you'll see that his eyes are directly on the hand and he looks surprised. And the idea originally was that when kids go out to it, the mum and dad could put the kid in the hand and take a picture of the giant looking at it. Okay, but right. Then I said, when, when there's no kid in the hand, <laughs> it needs to be something there. So we just made a butterfly. Well, it's very hard to see the butterfly today because the good Lord has been very generous. If you come around this side, you might. He's given us a lot of sunshine. The light. It's fabulous. This old type stone that's, we'll say, uncarved. I know it's carved, but it's kind of, it's, it it's, just looks like rock. Yes, it, that's exactly it. Yeah. And then on that, you've carved two butterflies. Yeah. Now, I, I paint butterflies on stone. And trust me, they're nothing like this. These are really, they have a body. Which is hard to do. It is hard to do. <laughs> Am I doing your interview? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm not, because I'm not an expert. Oh, there's another bell. <laughs> another bell. But the wings are kind of, and I won't say easy, but the wings are straightforward enough. Yeah. But when you come to the body, that's really hard to get. Yeah. And then the little antennas, is that what yes, they're called? Yeah. Yeah. It's fabulous. Now that's where I came across looking at Mark's work uh, was when you had this installed in the Botanic Gardens. Yeah, and you told that's me it was only there for a short time. Yeah, there was a, a competition. You had to uh, 
put in a proposal. Um, I think 400 entries and 100, 120 or something got accepted for it. And it's this time, they do it every, every year at this time. Um, they put up sculptures because the flowers are, are just at their best. And okay. It's just a kind of, it's a, it's a lovely thing and there's some amazing work up there. Absolutely amazing work up there. That's how I come across Mark, uh, was the butterflies in, uh, in the Botanic Gardens. So now we'll move on. Are we going in to look at your, your brochure and maybe oh, sit yeah. down? Oh yeah, yeah. Not a bad day, sure it's not. Oh, smashing! Gosh, you're very lucky. You're very lucky. You don't get this too often. No. I make those as well, the lanterns. They're limestone too. Oh! And I was looking at the lantern. I know somebody who would love that. Let's see. Yeah, that's it. There's Gavin and Jack. That's the workshop there. That's an area you would the workshop there. Yeah. yeah. Listeners, if you're listening to this, um, I'm watching Mark Feely. Gavin Staunton. So, uh, Gavin Staunton is with me and, and Jack Feely. And we're watching the... Oh, we say the stone cutting in Roscommon that is recorded as part of the Angelus that goes out on our tea on a Monday night. And uh, the two boys are there uh, with Mark putting together. What was the, um, the sculpture? Oh, they're making limestone lanterns. Oh, limestone. I'm, I'm, I'm carving a dove. Uh, it's a sign of peace. It's, it's, it actually went out to Dynamant, to the Ukrainian people out there. That's what it was. Um, that's what it was all about. At, at the end of it, you see them walking down by the river with the lantern and uh, the, the carving. Okay. Have you got um, a map of the various places where your carvings are? Is there a you know like you go to Boston and there's a footprint all the way around Boston where the important places are? Yeah. No, I don't have a map. <laughs> Do you think you should? Not really? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should because. There's so much around them that, as a visitor, I wouldn't know where to find them. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, it, it never occurred to me until you suggested it there. Though. Well, when you're at the Lord to that, will you invite me? I will. <laughs> I'm actually sitting here as well looking at Mark Bailey's creating of Gulliver for Lenny Put Way. Lenny Put Way is, where is that, Mark? It's in Kilcheven. They're doing great work out there with the bog um, restoration programme. And uh, Eileen Fahey is uh, the chairperson of the Tidy Towns out in Kiltiven, and it was, it was her brainchild, this. And why would um, Gulliver, why would he be in Kiltiven? Because I know him from Mullingar. That's right, well, it's, or is how, how it started, the bog cut machines were called the Lilliput machines. So they have, it's very interesting, they have a, a, a bog cutting machine down the little track. Uh, or the, you see, there's a, a, a special walk out there. And what Eileen wanted was something at the end of the walk for the kids. Um, you'd nearly have to do the walk to see it, but you walk down and walk down, and then at the very end, round the corner, and you see this giant. It's, it's a lovely visual. And it's how tall? It's three metres tall. 
Uh, it's about 10 feet tall. 10 feet. Oh, wow. Yeah, 13 <laughs> ton when we had it finished. And you made it here in your... We made it here, yeah, in, in the, the art, studio, yeah. art yeah. workshop. Um, and then transported it down to... Yes. And I'll take it that you just put it on the back of the car and... Uh, well, we've uh, got a great friend of mine, uh, Noel Beatty. He has a tractor and a low loader, and we put it on that. We wanted to get a crane to take it off, but we couldn't get a crane driver to go down the little road, because in fairness to him, it's in the middle of a bog. So we had to build a gantry and use block and tackle to take it off. We have great respect for the Egyptians after that chap. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to Egypt? No, <laughs> I haven't. I'd love to go there. Yeah, there's half to be. Yeah, yeah. Gavin Staunton. Yeah. Where are you from, Gavin? I'm from just down the road. I live in Moor Park there. And, and you're involved in the... Um, the lantern, yeah. Yeah, the lantern making for yeah. the Angelus on our team. Yeah. How did you find that? Oh, it's mighty now. It's great to be here. Great experience now for, for all that sort. And how long have you been doing the lanterns? Started here last November, 2022, November. So Only. I haven't been doing the lanterns since. I've started the lanterns during the summer. This summer we started the lanterns. Great teacher here, so that's the main thing. That's the main thing, yeah, yeah. Staunton. All from Banlinghaglish there. I don't even know where Banlinghaglish is. <laughs> Mark, have you lived in Roscommon all your life? Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're having a lunch break. <laughs> it's a tea break. The last 45 minutes is an Irish tea break. <laughs> so it is. Um, I lived in Ireland until I was 19 and then I went over to the UK. And I worked for a company called Gormley Marble Specialists in the UK for seven years. And then I went to America and I worked in America for seven years. And then I came back home to Roscommon. And just when you went to America um, or to uh, England, had you in mind to work with stone? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've always worked with stone. Now, you told me your father made uh, fire Fireplaces, that's right, yeah. Like say, when I went over to London, the first job I got was on the Dorchester Hotel in Park Lane and it was... 270 marble bathrooms so it was a great job it was a great experience you know and you meet so many different people in the stone industry over there and then we got into restoration jobs and you know it was a great time and the place was booming obviously back in back in the day i actually worked in a building in london as well and there was um the royal suite was left aside for the queen mother at the time she was the queen and it was all marble yeah that gold um taps Everything was Everything was. It used to be a first store before our offices moved into it. Yeah. And downstairs was all cork. Wow. To store the furs. That's amazing. And you went in and you kind of stood and you looked around and you thought, wow, just look at this. This is like, yeah. you know. We worked in one apartment overlooking Hyde Park. Three times we, the apartment was almost gutted and completely redone with a different marble. He only ever spent two weeks of the year in the place. But he, he refurbished it three times. It was money, no object. <laughs> it's a different world. A different world altogether, yeah. yeah. Yeah, different world. It's funny though. After the first time we did it, our heart was never in the job again the same way because you knew he was going to rip it out again and do it again. So, you know, when you do one of those stone jobs, you really put your heart and soul into it because you know it's going to be there for a very long time. Yes. But that particular job, you, they really had no appreciation for what was being done. And I think the world we live in now, we are very much, well, I, I, I'm, I'm geared very much to appreciate my trees, my trees that I share with everybody else, but the trees, the leaves, you know, the chestnuts, 
and you go around and you see people just gathering them up and throwing them into a heap and you think them chestnuts look yes I know exactly what you mean <laughs> I was talking to a guy I'm sure you know who he is he drives a skip lorry and um, he was at a dump and there was loads of shrubs all dumped at the dump and I happened to come across him and I know him quite well and I said look at all them shrubs dumped and he said oh, I wouldn't worry about that first thing you should have seen when I went to the tip this morning I said what went into the tip this morning he said an old castle was gutted out and everything was put in the tip I said oh, I don't God. want to hear any more and I know a lot of my artist friends would be the same like if they knew about that they would have made amazing work yes. out of that yeah and you would as well yeah and, uh, but even the respect for the time that went into that you know like uh, appreciation yes. and as you said respect yeah and value Perfect. and like what some man's junk is another person's treasure oh yeah yeah well even if you look at the, the salvage hunters and I can drew Pritchard and that the, the, the eye he has to see things yes so it's unreal you know yeah and there's beauty in it all you know it's just everything is disposable now Again, a couple of the artists I would know that would be on the arts programme, would come in on the arts programme, they would salvage stuff yes. and make amazing things out of it. And I'm going to name two. One is Rosemary Langtree. And if you look up her work, um, like she brings her work to the bog and leaves it sitting in the bog. Oh, I thought the little doggy was there. Um, and um, Norma Roy. Right. Norma Roy, if you would. Oh, yeah, just do it down to him. amazing work anyway. Fantastic Spoons. You can yeah. make earrings out of them. <laughs> and you're looking at them and you're thinking, how did you think of that? Yeah. <laughs> He's a tin man, like with a pot in his head. Yes, yeah. It's, Just, I see that. It's yeah. unbelievable vision. Unbelievable vision. Yeah. Now, I know there's a lot more, and I want to yes. name them too. Yeah. And I don't usually do that, but it just shows you what can what be created out of what people are throwing out. It's true, yeah. Didn't intend to have this conversation. No. <laughs> so, Jack Peter, you're... Um, <laughs> couldn't wait to get your lunch good tonight <laughs> the rattle of the paper if you hear that on the radio you know it's yours Jack um, you're involved in the creation of uh, sculptures as well when they're making the when they're making the um, um, when you're making the lanterns yeah have you how long have you been involved in doing sculpture I've always I've always been involved in stones since I was born I've always been out in the yard looking at that making new things and different things that no one's uh, no one else has seen before but um, I probably probably got into it uh, probably two years ago two years, yeah. about two years ago when I started learning how to polish limestone and granite and marble yes it doesn't it comes in it doesn't look that nice it's dirty it's dusty dirty wet oh yes there would there be no there'd be no polish on it mm. and yeah, it need be polished and when you have your when you have that polished you can stand back and go wow yeah yeah, yeah. you can yeah because it, it really it really makes yeah. it makes it come together when something's polished yeah yeah yeah, it's like an unpainted and painted yes. wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you started off by polishing the stone? Yeah, started off um, probably about two years ago, Good. polishing and cutting as well. Cutting was probably the main thing. Yes, yeah. I, I usually do. I'd be cutting slabs of limestone probably. anywhere from... Yeah. But you've been with me always. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think you stone. probably don't know what you can do. Yeah. 
I, he, he is amazing. Yeah. Do you know when you know when you can do things that you don't know you can do it? It's just part of life. Yes. It's it, like you know making a cup of tea. Exactly, How do you make yeah. a cup of tea? Um, well, you just put the water in the kettle, you put the kettle to do, and then you think, well, there's a lot more to it than that. If I actually, so you probably know a lot more than you know. I just been I I name every tool there is just because I've always been around them. Like. And is that where you like to go as well? Um, um, yeah. What is it called again? Jack. No, art, uh, sculpture. Uh, sculpturing, is that where you'd like to see yourself in the future? Well, not particularly. <laughs> um, I'd be more interested into the, the mass production of limestone pieces like Caffin and door surrounds and the, the, the other side. Of and there the is a huge place for that as well. There is, there's a massive market for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jack, congratulations, you got the job. <laughs> Gavin, <laughs> yeah, when do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> what do you see yourself doing? Uh, I would say something to do with apprenticeship now, I'd say carpentry or something around all this. And a crying out for a craftsman. Oh, the area. Absolutely crying out for craftsman, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know where this interview is going at all. <laughs> um, do you know how many sculptures you've done? I don't really know. I, I kind of I get mad into a sculpture, and when it's finished, it's finished, and I go on to the next one. I, I never really count, or I never. There'd be a lot of sculptures now. And would you keep a photograph of each sculpture? I, I have a photograph since the fo since the phone came out. I've always had a photograph. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's some more uh, sculptures there, just at the back of that book. I'm looking at a book called uh, Mark Feely Creating Culver for Lilliput Way. And as we said, Lilliput Way is out in Kiltiven. Oh, we have a picture of, um, what's his name? Culver. <laughs> on the back of the trailer. That's the gantry we built to, to, to bring it up. Oh, wow. See, that's what we had to do, because it's, it's in the middle of a bog. We, 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 we couldn't get a crane down there. See, that's them actually coming off the... It was a slow process now. He was huge. Yeah, and that's Noel Beatty. That's, he's a great engineer. He really helped us in that. Okay, so Noel Beatty. And who's this here? Oh, that's a lad that worked for me, Augusta. He still works for me. Okay, Augusta. Now, um, let me show you this. See, that's the finish of it there. Oh, and the hand as well. <coughs> that's, that's where the idea for the butterflies came from. Okay. Uh, yes, and you're right. You told me that he was looking at his hand and on the land of a butterfly. You see, with the ah, yes. See the way his eyes are. Yeah. If, if you get the angle right, you, the eyes are looking straight into the hand. And if you put your child there, the idea is that it gets a surprise. That's uh, Ned Gilligan, and that's his grand granddaughter there. It's a beautiful idea. Yeah, that that's, that was the concept I, I had for it. That's him getting his first letter. <laughs> Oh, so he gets he gets posts sent to him. <laughs> Sometimes. And that's, that's the the that's sheep. The sheep in Roscommon, yeah. And of course, Roscommon is noticed for Roscommon sheep, yeah, aren't it? Porrick gone over. Now tell me about Porrick. Just you did a replica of Porrick, is that that's right? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do my research, but I've seen that bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mick Bailey. I did a couple of jobs for Mick Bailey. Um, he's one of the famous Bailey brothers, and uh, he asked me would I carve that for him. And I wasn't so sure in the beginning, and I said, I, I don't know, Mick, you know, I'll give it a go and see what you think. He said, of course you do it, just go and do it. And that was it. And he was an absolute pleasure to work for. 
Really it's very hard to, to do somebody else's piece. It is very hard, yeah. And, and you're always more nervous. When you're doing your own thing... You, you are the, the writer. Yeah, yeah, you are yeah, the creator. Yeah. But, but you're not the creator of this. No, no, So no. you have to... Yeah, and you, you have to comply to... Yeah, to, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. your piece, where is that on display? That's up in, um, his, on his estate. And the original is in a museum in Galway now. It's in Galway, yeah. yeah. But it's amazing. I went into the museum uh, to, see, to see the original. And I was in my working clothes. And uh, you know, the woman said to me, what are you doing here? I said, oh, I want to look at that. I'm going to carve it. Oh, she said, hold on here, you. So she went up. <laughs> she, thought, she thought you were going to carve it there and then. <laughs> she went up and got the director of the museum. And he came down. And he says, you're not serious, you're going to do that. I says, I am. He says, well, look, at if there's any information or if there's anything where we can help you. He says, I did a thesis on Park Conor. <laughs> and if there's anything, and I've spent two hours talking. Like, where else in the world would that happen? You know, only Ireland. Like, the director of the museum would come down and talk to a fella in a pair of Snickers, <laughs> working jeans, and, say, and chat for two hours about... How this came about, How this the came story, about. And, yes, and yeah. how important it is actually to Irish... It's part of Irish history, isn't it? It is. I see. Albert, Albert Power created this. At the time, this was groundbreaking because it was um, a, a picture of Porrick Connor when he wasn't at his best because he died penniless and he um, he had a very hard life. But he, like what, what he's left for Irish literature is, is it's like all great artists to get discovered after, after they're gone. <laughs> but... Uh, Normally, before this was made, they'd been put up on a pedestal and he'd have a very impressive pose and that. But this is, he was actually sitting on a wall writing his poetry and like his, his clothes aren't very well maintained or anything else. His shoes are kind of tattered or whatever. And it was a real life depiction of him, which at the time was very different. They originally, there was um, the original plan they had for. Uh, Park on Orp was up on a pedestal of an old lord. You probably know the story. No, I don't know the story. Uh, Albert, Albert Power was uh, commissioned to, to carve Park O'Connor. But originally they wanted him on a, a pedestal of a, an old English lord that was in Galway. And they said, that's not the way Park O'Connor was. I want him sitting on a wall and this is what, this is how he was. You know, he wasn't standing there posing or or no. or, or anything. Like he was, he was a very quiet man, and and that's what Simple Albert Power man, tried yeah. to capture. But then I had to try and capture what Albert Power captured, who was probably one of the best sculptors in Ireland ever, really. You know. But the feedback has been amazing that you have captured him. Oh, it has, yeah. Captured think, him, yeah. Right. Yeah, you have. Your sculpture has is like with like. And um, that's the feedback I've seen. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can, you can stand up and say, I can be counted. Now, the story was that uh, he was kidnapped. I don't know, did you hear the story? In Galway? Yeah. I, I, I've heard the story, yeah. Yeah, I think he was kidnapped by students. And um, then he was beheaded as well. That's right, time. yeah. He, he is. Yeah, his head was his taken off. His head was knocked off. off, yeah. And the original is in, is in the museum in Galway yeah. now. But yeah. his head stuck back on. There he is. There, that, that's the original. Oh yeah. Well, he was—he's not a big that's man. That's the director of the museum. Okay. He wasn't a big man, no. Probably no. He wasn't a big man. And I suppose the fact that he's sitting down makes it even smaller. Exactly. Yeah. That's probably where I'm yeah. mixing it up. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. But, but he was a very unassuming man. Yeah. We see that. That's me taking the dimensions of it there. 
Yeah. There you other sculptures. Yeah, uh, there's another one there. Sorry. I'll get the iPad then. Okay, thanks. So you have all your um, doors around. Oh, yeah. You, that's, that's one there in Newton Cashel. Oh, I've seen that one in Newton Cashel, actually, but I didn't realise it was yours. Yeah. And why is the... Why are the Hearns associated with Newton Cashel? Well, the, the, they're always around. You know, you're very close to the Shannon there. Yeah. And they, they were always feeding around the Shannon. Oh, they live and in the, cal- the, the Callows. Right. That man there is Michael Casey. Yes. And you, didn't, you know Michael Casey? No, I don't know Michael Casey, he's, but I know of his work. Yeah, he's, he's very famous. He's one of the first men in Ireland to start the Bog Oak. He actually gave me a picture of this and he said, and then he brought up a template and he said, can you carve that for me? He said, if we do it in Bog Oak, it'll last 10 years or 12 years, but it'll be gone. He says, I want something that to be there forever. They're Irish limestone as well. Irish limestone from? Yeah, from Lacara. Lacara. Everything's from Lacara. Lacara is just uh, this side of the Hudson Bay. Do you know Coffee's Pub? Yeah, that's a famous pub in its own right as she well. She's a lead, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a few other, oh. other quirky, more quirky stuff that I do sometimes. That dragon is out there in the yard. That's some dragon. Mm. It must be a, a historic dragon, is he? Well, yeah, it was just something we did for I know, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see it's fun in it. Yeah. You can see the dragon in it. You can see it's um, maybe a more modern yes. interpretation. Yeah. And it's a dragon that has been uh, in the bog for some time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but it's, yeah. Um, and then these are the... Um, That's the saw. The we, saw. We, we, um, they were selling the saw out the, the quarry in Lacara for scrap. So I, 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 um, I bought it off them and I set it up in, in my workshop because I can cut up the blocks of limestone then. Yeah. Do the sculptures. Without the saw, you'd be able to do. You would be able to do anything. Well, yeah. I mean, this, this kind of puts it into a. The stone that I was looking at there are like, what, seven, ten foot tall. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Um, you weren't going to be able to chip around all of that, no. so you have to make some. Yeah, you have to cut a square yeah. to start. And here we have. Well, that's just uh, crest, family crest. They do. That's uh, Connemara marble. I just carved that one day. It's actually out there. And oh, what's this one? That's out in Moat Park. It was um, a quote from the, the Wayfarer, Park Pierce. And uh, did you, I just carved a squirrel okay. on the sun side. And did you write this in as well? Well, we, we did the script for it. It's a, it's a quote from... Uh, yeah, it would be hard going. Uh, it's not that hard, no. no. I find it hard to write a letter. And that's um, up in Mick Bailey's and his uh, shell house. That's the salmon of knowledge carved into the floor. I have some great pictures of that as well. The, the shell house is actually an extraordinary story in itself. What is the shell house? Uh, well, that's the floor there, carved up. You see you see all the fossils in, in, yes. in the stone now? Just go and move on a little bit here. Um, how would you get all the pictures again, Jack? I have another album open here, and you're probably, that's on 1%, so it's not close to go. Oh, okay. What one are you looking for? I just wanted to get the shell house, sorry. See the door one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, gosh. We'll go back that way, maybe. You know, the Victorians used to bring shells back from uh, their holidays. Yes. Uh, Well, Mick actually did a shell house. It's absolutely beautiful. He got an artist to come over from the UK called Blosh Wilson. And she specialises in this. She spent six weeks sticking shells on the walls in his house the house is a round house where is the house is it open to the public uh, no no, no it, it's not it's a bit like Shinja's list where they all came and left a stone that's it yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it, it's one of the most amazing things
That's oh, the, wow. That's the shell house there now. I know you get a kick out of that. I am. See, that's a panoramic picture of it because it, the house is actually round. Yes. See the, 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 the stuff that's on it. See, that's the, the ceiling. There's a, a room like that in the casino. Is there, yeah? Yeah, and there's a sky in it and the zodiac yeah. signs. But it, 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 it's absolutely amazing. And the acoustics in it, that's, that's the house he built. Wow. You see, it's a little yeah. round house. And you see, when I carved the salmon into the floor, first of all, he wanted to carve it into the floor, but I, I didn't want to do that. I carved it in relief. But when, when the light hits the window, it, it, makes the, it makes the salmon seem like it's rising. I see. It makes the yeah. salmon seem like it's rising out of the floor. Yeah. And it just looks great. You know, if you did that the other way around, that would never happen. And there's a, there's a time of the day when, when the light hits it and there's a shadow on this side and it, the salmon looks like he's about to jump out of the floor. And what do you call the, um, the scale? The scale of the salmon's skin? Yes. That lights? Yes. I must have been here before. <laughs> I'm still doing your interview. I can see it. Like, I, I, can, I can see that. Yeah. But that, that's when we were actually doing it. He wanted to carve it into the floor because he didn't want to bump. Right. Which makes sense. But right. I, did, I didn't want to do that. Because it catches the light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And plus, no dirt gets into it either. You know, because if you carve it into it, there'll be all the stuff falling into it. But if you lift it off the floor, it'll always be clean. But then he had to buy a special glass table because he's the table. See the table so that he could see the, the salmon. Um, there's a musical stone out there that I carved as well. Tell me about the musical stone. Like before you do that, and you know there's one up in Mullingar. I didn't know this, no. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm just going to tell Mark Peely about the musical stone outside of Mullingar, past the Broomfield Hotel. It's uh, on the left-hand side. The traffic drives very close to it, but you will see the path up where there's stones. It's a wall. There's usually people leave stones at the side of the wall, and you run along the wall and it plays music. Oh, right, that's very similar to... Uh, there's a name for that, like, I can't think of it now. Well, do you know the Bloomfield Hotel? When you Bloomfield, get to yes, Bloomfield. I, 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 I've worked in it actually. Yeah. Right, well, further on, then on the right hand side, there's a um, golf course. Yeah. And on the left hand side, there's a, a stone a, um, a, a house on a gatehouse into an old house. I'm pulling at the gatehouse there, and then the big pillar, and I'll send you a picture of it, and then you run along on that and you play music. And the wall was stolen one time. Really? Yeah. I seem to know an awful lot about the thefts, don't do. I? <laughs> but it did get back. Uh, yeah, let's see this. That's it there. Do you see the little... Oh, yeah. you see that piece of stainless steel there? Yeah. When you pick that up and you pull it along it, it, it plays a little tune for you. And where is that? That's in Kiltiven as well. If you want to get to Kiltiven, Google Kiltiven Tidies Towns Lilyfoot Way. You're, it'll come up on your maps because it's a very hard place to find. Okay. That's what I found. If you... Um, if you put Kiltiven Lily put away, it'll actually come up and it, it'll, your iPhone will bring you out to it. Okay. Now, is there anything else you want to tell me? Has everybody <laughs> been chilled? Yeah. <laughs> so your coffee's gone cold. <laughs> no, no, I drink the coffee cold anyway. Right. I'm so used to this, so I am. Yeah. Their work is amazing, but I, I, I suppose seeing um, Mr. Murray standing yeah. out there in the yard and the Mr. Murray that's going to be, yeah. I can't wait to see. I don't know have you got. Uh, well, I have a, a bit of time with, um, prob- we probably have like about six to nine months to finish off, which is, is a lot of time and it isn't, you know. Mm. 
the thing with me is it was six to nine months is a long way away. I'm not in any hurry. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's two months. You think, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I can't be right. No, no, yeah. Oh, oh, what am I going to do? Time, draw one word at a time. Yeah, that's it, makes, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah that, that's okay. what I try to do. And the, the other one then would be up on the boil. And the boy road, yeah, 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 definitely before Christmas. Yeah, before we Christmas, finish. so yeah. we're looking for that, and yeah. I might try and make it my business if I'm still here. Uh, make my business to be out there on that day because I'd love to see that going up. Oh, perfect, yeah. You must sometimes go out and say, "Did you actually really do this?" Yeah, sometimes I do wonder that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do as well. I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. Did you ever leave a job happy? No. Never. No, no. But when you come back and you look at it again, you, you have a better appreciation yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. I can totally understand what you're saying, yeah. Lovely to chat to you. Nice to meet you. Jack, nice Gavin nice you. and uh, Mark, thank you very much for giving you're us this welcome. time thank on, you. on the arts programme. And um, if you ever want to pop into us, you're more than welcome. A new piece of uh, sculpture coming up, let us know about it. Or if you're having, Do you ever have an exhibition? No, no, I've never had an exhibition. Would that be interesting? She would, yeah. It would be really interesting. So idea. now you have two jobs to do. You have to get the feet under the walkway. You don't have to do in Boston. In Boston, they have painted uh, uh, the soles of feet, soles of shoes. And you can do the blue walk or the green walk or the well, yellow walk. Depends on how much time you have. And it can take you around to the different places in Boston to see. Oh. So you could do a walk and a map. Yeah. Feet. Maybe a little bit of steps, <laughs> stick, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be interesting? Be a guide, a guidebook yeah. uh, of, of, your, of your art and then uh, an exhibition. And I will be at both of them. <laughs> I'm invited myself. <laughs> Listen, uh, folks, that's our Ledwood for the Arts Programme on Ross FM. As I said, I'm really delighted to have met uh, Jack Feely, Feely uh, Gavin Staunton, and uh, Mark Feely himself, the sculpturer of so many amazing um, pieces here in uh, Roscommon and in, in many counties all over Ireland. Uh, have you pieces abroad as well? No, no. But you've left your mark in London. I have indeed, and in the States. And in the States. Yeah. What part of the States were you Connecticut. in? Yeah, I was in Connecticut. Oh, as well as Masson's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the... the yeah, Connecticut, uh, I can't think of the name of the place. Was it Hartford? Hartford. Hartford is capital of Connecticut. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in Stanford. Oh, uh, yes, I, I, I was in Stanford. I, I was in Stanford as well, so I was. I drank uh, um, tea out there, Long Island tea, oh, iced right. tea. <laughs> yeah. Didn't make it the way we made it at home. No. <laughs> but a, a bit of a difference. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I was able to have a couple of cups of it. <laughs> Thanks ever so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I say the secret to chiseling is only a little bit at a time. You're, you're, you're taking half a mil at a go and just keep repeating and repeating. If you, if you get, try to take too big a bite, it'll break. And that's... And what, this particular stone is what type of stone? It's Lacaris limestone. It, 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 it's native stone. Uh, quarry is only five, five miles as the crow flies across from the workshop.
When chatting with Mark Bailey, we chatted about the musical wall, which is up near um, Mullingar, which is outside of Mullingar, actually. It's Lynnbury House, Lynn Road, outside of Mullingar. And I have a recording of my sister, Nula, uh, who was the musical director on the musical wall a couple of years back when we visited there. The wall itself is curved down to start with and then flat with flagstones on the top. The scratches of the stones uh, that people have used running along the wall is very obvious. And the path beside the wall in the walkway is very worn, worn to the ground with uh, a strip of grass on the outside. Uh, it's a very narrow part as well of the road and it's um, a very busy road, Lynn Road out of Mullingar. Some stage I think the wall was actually stolen. I must go back and check that up. So I must. So here's my sister running with the stone along the musical wall, which is outside of Mullingar. And it's the time. I want to take this opportunity as well to thank all of the arts listeners, all of the contributors, all of you behind the scenes, all who share information on the arts programme and share it among your, your, your groups, your organisations. I want to thank you all very, very much for supporting the arts programme during the year and uh, being part of it as well. I just really couldn't do the arts programme without you. Thank you to Ross FM for uh, giving me the opportunity to present the arts programme on a regular basis on a Wednesday between one and two. Your messages, love them. Keep them coming. And if you have any ideas for an arts programme or something that you think I should be covering, no problem. Let me know. May your Christmas be safe. May the new year be good. May the new year be peaceful, healthy and bring a bit of magic. That's for 24. And thank you all once again for uh, tuning into the arts programme. Uh, for for everything you do for the arts program. Thank you. Arsenal Edwards. The arts program. 2023. Ready? Yes, go.
ain't faith or forgiveness To lie between the sheets and dance I can see that old revolver Locked and loaded in your hands And I was just a young boy Being just a younger fool Well I didn't mean nothing By the way I was treating you Jack had told me Jill Poison. He forgot to mention she was him. I'll never step foot in that ocean. Moonshine, lost lives, and church bells. Is what I remember, yeah And I was just a young boy Being just a younger fool, yeah mm-hmm. I didn't mean nothing by the way I was treating you Did not mean nothing 
by the way I was treating you. Inside of the dream. Oh, you, 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 you're gonna save me. Oh, and you, 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 you're gonna try. And she said, hold me the way I hold you, the way you kiss me. It makes me Makes me high. 